0: Welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name is Katie Stoll.
1: Hello, Katie Stoll. My name is Cody Johnston, and this is The Thing You Said.
0: Yes, sir. Joining us today, our friend, some more news writer and host of the Creature Feature podcast, Katie Golden. Buongiorno. I forgot your most (laughs) important title, which is Italiano.
2: I'm not actually, I I have to preface it with saying I'm not actually Italian. I'm an expat living here, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which
2: doesn't make me Italian, as I'm reminded Mm. often. Never would
1: have guessed with how you said buongiorno.
2: Buongiorno. I mean, that accent. Mm.
1: Buongiorno.
2: Buongiorno.
1: Buongiorno.
2: Buongiorno.
1: How are you loving Italian life?
2: Well, you know, it's interesting because when you set aside the fascism, it is actually mm-hmm. quite nice here and the That's people nice. are lovely.
0: Yeah. An interesting thing, navigating this world of ours, yeah. <laughs> where you're where it doesn't matter where you are. There is a lot of there's a lot of bad shit afoot. Yeah. And it's interesting to navigate your own life's blessings and take space for that. And also be aware of what's happening. I don't know. Not to be super serious right off the bat, but that seems to be the...
2: No, it's okay. I mean, it's it's funny because I come here and then, like, I meet some Italians. And they're like, wow, what about that Trump thing, right? Huh? Huh? And then now <laughs> we get, like, basically Italian Trump. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's something that, like, materially I have not felt the effects of it yet. But it's not, you know... Good news. We're going to talk more about that in a second because I have
0: already questions. But we got to call out the holidays, right? We got to mm-hmm. make room for what's important here. And today, Thursday, September 29th, is National Carson Day. Carson.
1: National Carson Daily.
0: It's, it's, <laughs> that's good. Dedicated to celebrating people with the name Carson. I don't know why this is a day, all 12 but I do of them- know all 12 of them. I did not mention this to my dad, but if I did, he would have lit up and, and referenced Carson from um, that fucking show. <laughs> the British people with the mansion. Downton Abbey. Oh, Downton Abbey. Yeah. He'd say, keep calm and ask Art Carson to bring you tea. Mm. He loves that shit. Anyway. Carson's that's... the butler? He's the butler, yeah. He's the butler. He's the kindly, right. lovely butler. Friday, September 30th.
2: International Podcast Day. Yeah. How about that? How about that, guys? So funny, because we're on a podcast right now. I feel like all of us have
0: podcasted in the past.
1: Wow. That shouldn't be a day.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's enough for holidays. Katie. Yeah. So you do not feel the the effects of this election yet, but... What are some things that you are well, we're going to talk about this. Katie's on the show today to talk about the Italian elections and we're going to run through it. But first, I am curious of, of some of your own personal re- feelings at this time being an expat as well. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, you're an American. I'm not I don't know what that's like.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's so I think like in terms of day to day life, right, I live in a fairly like liberal, progressive city. It's they did not vote for Maloney here. And people that I interact with are generally, you know, friendly. And so I in my day to day life, I have not really noticed too much, although I have a a story maybe for later about meeting a Maloney supporter. But I think it's more, you know, just like intellect. I mean, it's like after Trump was elected, right? Like you don't have an immediate impact. of of that feeling. It's more of a feeling of, you know, oh, well, you know, this is going to be a thing, isn't it? And I think it's all, I was not surprised because I think this was, I mean, to Americans, this may be very surprising, right? Americans living in America where you don't get Italian news all the time. It's super shocking. But I think we've known for like a, a while, like a couple of months, that this was a pretty likely outcome. It's like seeing a slow moving train wreck. But yeah, I mean it's not it's not good. Uh it's very bad. And I think but I also think that the perspective that all my friends back home uh have is that like, oh my god, like fascism has come to Italy and it's like, well, it's very very concerning just like the election of Trump was super bad, but it also is not like I'm not looking outside and seeing like fascists marching down the streets and it's not I don't think quite Accurate to say that, oh, Italians are fascist now. Mm -hmm. But I also don't want to like downplay that it's bad. It's not good. Well, it's
0: also a little bit of a, I mean, it's not a little bit. It's obviously a misunderstanding of the situation, but also fascism didn't leave Italy. Like this fascist party has been around since Mussolini, right? I mean, I might be getting that wrong, but but also she didn't get, she actually didn't get that significant of a percentage of the votes, if I'm not mistaken. This is just like sure. how it works.
1: Although neither did Hitler, so.
0: Right, right. exactly, right. Neither did <laughs> Hitler, true. but it's, yeah. but again, like you always point out, it doesn't, it, these things take time. <laughs> hey, you with the hair. How's about the hair of yours. It could be head hair or beard hair or whatever hair you hold dear. We are a proud people of many hairs or less hairs, depending on the person. That's fine. Sometimes you've got hundreds of hairs. Sometimes you have less than that. All hairs are different. That's why we love them, every hair. So much love, so special, so unique. And for all of us hair lovers, there's pros. The world's most personalized hair care. There are so many different hair types out there, which is why Prose has given over one million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz. For example, I keep my hair strong and thick with a combo of B vitamin complex and horsetail extract. Horses also have hair, you know. Lots of things have hair. Honestly, it's everywhere. Just look at my floor. By analyzing over 85 personal factors, Prose determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. Always tweak your information later to customize the product as your life and many, many hairs change. That's part of why we love and think about only hair. And if you're not 100% positive, pros is the best hair care you've had, well, they will take the products back, no questions asked, my friend. So go ahead, take your free in depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com/slash more news. That's P R O. SE.com slash more news for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. We are all hair. Hair is life. Hey, look out! Ah, it's Cody! You know what
1: I love about bread? There's so many things you can do with it. Build a little bread house, roll it up into a ball, go to a school play and throw it at the children. It warms my heart to watch them dive for the bread, fighting to be the one to scarf it down. Anyway, let's talk about Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first bake from frozen box for artisanal bread, meaning that they will ship you bread right to your door. Also, handmade pastas, pastries, and even fresh rolls. Kids love fresh rolls! Seriously, this is some delicious bread. If this is an audio version of the ad, I'm holding it up now. It's delicious. Also, it's high quality bread. That's because Wild Grain uses only clean ingredients such as unbleached and non-GMO flour and utilizes a slow sourdough fermentation process that's healthier for you and tastes better than anything you can find in a grocery store. My goodness, I want to hurl some bread at kids just talking about it. You know what's also neat? For every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank. That's a good thing. So are you hungry already? For a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissant in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash morenews to start your subscription. Yes, you heard me. Free croissant in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash morenews. That's wildgrain.com slash morenews, or you can use promo code morenews at checkout for those croissant to throw At the kids.
2: Right. So I could do you want like me to talk about the Italian government and stuff? Because I can do that. We can. Yeah, man, whatever you want. We've got.
0: (laughs) Well, Jonathan has prepared notes and stuff for, you know, but we just intend to let you you let you talk
2: do i'll do a talk about the italian government all in sort of like with pasta metaphors Mm -hmm. no i'm not going to do that but it it Mm. is i think it's it is significant to i think it's important actually to understand the the, i'll just do a very brief overview of uh elections in italy because i think that's important in understanding how these things happen and i think like when you're in the U.S., we get very little education about other countries and their governmental systems, or and even so, ours,
0: to be honest. <laughs>
2: that's that's true. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so in Italy, elections are quite a bit different from the U.S. There are many different parties. This is not like a two-party system here. It's a mixed electoral system with both a um, proportional representative aspect and a majority representative aspect. So, like you know we don't have like democrats and republicans right wing and left wing there's i mean there is a right wing and a left wing but there are many different parties and they're often kind of like weirdly intermingled some of them can have very left wing views but then also some very right wing views it's kind of it's a little more of a you know more of a lasagna i don't know that's <laughs> that's the only pasta metaphor i'm going to use so do not edit yourself
0: if you don't like <laughs> why limit it there's so many Pastas available. There's so so many pastas.
2: But yeah, so essentially speaking, uh, so like in the election, you have many different parties, but in order for them to get like enough votes, they often form these coalitions. And so they can like basically if you if that coalition gets votes, then they it's they all get that slice of the votes. And so you have this Uh, these coalitions, often different parties that maybe have different sort of platforms or slightly different viewpoints, but then they form a coalition so that if you have another party that's like formed a coalition, you have your own coalition, so you can actually compete with them instead of everyone getting like, you know, having like 20 different parties that are getting like 2% of the vote or 5% or whatever. So that's uh, that's how it works. And essentially, the right wing was really good at forming a coalition this time around. Of course, there was Maloney of the Fratelli d'Italia, which is the brothers of Italy. That's the neo-fascist group. Now, they don't describe themselves as fascist. They will say we're not fascist until they're blue in the face. But they are actually the re-re-rebrand of a fascist party that did occur after Mussolini. So they formed A good coalition, whereas like the center and center left uh, had kind of a shaky coalition, but they were very disorganized. And then it kind of collapsed at the last minute. The centrist party pulled out of this coalition because it was mad that the Democratic Party, which is what they're called, but they're not like the same as the U.S. Anyways, uh, the centrist pulled out because they were mad that the further left wing were also being included in this coalition and they didn't think that government would work. So they pulled out coalition collapse. So essentially, the right wing did not have any big players who were going to be able to really sort of bite into their votes. Uh, In addition, Maloney and the right wing have been really good at preying on the frustrations of people in Italy. Mm. Draghi's government, which is the one that kind of collapsed beforehand, people would blame it for all sorts of problems in Italy, like, you know, they were unhappy about inflation or the COVID mandates or, you know, just like these, these kinds of things that were going on. And so they were frustrated and Maloney's party, the FDI, uh, were the only ones who were not part of the Draghi government. And so they were seen as these outsiders that maybe could come in and shake things up. And because they've tried to clean up their image and say, no, 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 we're not, we're not fascists. Don't worry. Uh, We just believe heinous things. Don't worry about it. I think... (laughs) they were able to successfully propagandize and clean up their image that people were voting for them thinking, oh, we're not voting for fascists. We're just voting for someone who's going to like stop, you know, welfare or stop illegal immigration. You know, these things that it's kind of like in the U.S. I mean, obviously, our right wing party is very fascist. Like when you when you're in Europe and you see what the left and the right wing is in a typical country, it's like the right wing in the U.S. is very far to the right, such that really they're very similar to this fascist group or, quote unquote, we're not fascist anymore, don't worry, in Italy. And so I feel like Malone, like people are panicking about Maloney uh, from the U.S. And it's like, she's not very, she's not different, really, from like, yeah. she's like a more well-spoken Marjorie Taylor Greene, honestly.
0: Yeah, 100%. Katie, that was a really uh, excellent rundown of italian politics i know cody has got a lot of stuff to say about fascism nah, <laughs> probably nah, I'm, good. <laughs> I'm gonna let him have it first i didn't want to interject it seems it, not to to take any way anything away from your pasta analogy but this seems like more of a pizza a pizza situation <laughs> with <laughs> toppings um and that is a serious contribution to this conversation that i have
3: i have the exact <laughs> i think the exact um vote tally so uh, mm-hmm. Maloney's brothers of Italy got twenty six percent of the vote. Right. The anti-immigrant League of Matteo Salvini got close to nine percent. And That's then what Leg-a-Nord? the AP describes? Let's excuse me. Lega
2: Nord, I think is that that the one.
3: Oh, I don't know that. I'm yeah, just, I mean it sounds you know, like it. Yeah, and then what the AP describes as the more moderate Forza Italia of uh, former Premier Silvio Berlusconi got eight percent. And those yeah. three are what make up the it's like. The, what is, I guess, a center-right coalition if you include the centrists in there. Yeah. So it's a, a coalition of 44% of the vote, but the right. majority of that was the Brothers of Italy. What you're exactly. describing
0: is also this world that we're living in of everything, the, all the problems A to Z that you could talk about, is more so even in Europe, because there's a whole lot going on in Europe that is going to have pres- put pressure on all of the different individual countries. And there is a fracturing of what people think is the right thing to do, which is the right moment in time for parties like these to gain power. I mean, one thing that's galling is just straight up the name. What's the one? Anti-Immigrant League? Yeah. It's just there in the name. It's just... It's just
3: in, in, in like, English. Uh, well, no, I know
0: it's not in the, the league. The anti-immigrant
3: not... is the descriptor of the party. Okay, which it's not in, in the name. English newspapers, they just call the league party.
2: I think it's just called Lega Nord, which is just like North mm-hmm. Leagues. But they're very I mean, they're very anti-immigrant. So my point you know. is, is <laughs> yeah. that it's 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 not a secret what they no.
0: want, whether they want to call it fascism or not, mm-hmm. what they are for and what they are against is yeah, deeply troubling. Cody.
1: Oh, I mean, I'm just I'm agreeing with everybody Oh, I just here. know
0: that you have so much to say, I'm ah, sure. it's
1: all <laughs> bullshit and bad. Well, it's like, to what, I think, what Katie Golden <laughs> uh, was saying about, like, you know, they say, like, we're not fashion, we're not fascist, and it's easy to paint yourself as, like, just saying, like, the, I'm just saying, like, what, you know, what everyone's thinking. Literally, there's everyone's an article. Everyone's thinking it. Yeah. There's an article today or yesterday, Maloney isn't far right. She just says what we all think. When I oh listen to God. the new Italian prime minister speak, I hear mainstream conservative values that millions of people share. You can is this say a, that. This but... is a
2: U.S. article by uh, No, this is,
1: the... I believe this is, I want to say this is the Guardian.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think somewhat, there was like a U.S. conservative pundit who said something similar. And honestly, I don't completely disagree. I would just say that means that conservatives in the u.s are fascists like, oh, yeah. no, right, it's right. like it's
1: it's just one of those things where it's like you're saying you're not saying what you think you're saying you're just saying right. that you agree with these fascists you're not saying that uh, it was the telegraph sorry
2: ah, um, okay yeah that makes sense which
1: makes you know, a lot of sense. Yeah, they're exactly. going through
2: a lot
0: over there they just lost their queen
2: <laughs> they just lost mm-hmm. their queen and the pound because the pound. of like giving a huge tax cut to the rich and having like no sort of Oh, like I don't know guys heavens that turns out to not have been good and uh they ran out of money I mean this is like I mean speaking as a woman I think like obviously women leaders can be great but it is it does reveal like this like with pure identity politics where it's like where you're putting someone in power who is like a woman or something and then Uh, not caring about what their platform is why they're there anything else like that's that's bad like you know yeah it's
1: that um megan mccain megan mccain had a a banger about that like well what so like you don't like women when they're conservative oh
2: my god i mean
1: yeah (laughs) but like
0: revealing when they're bad yeah i there's something that we're working on and i want to include this as part of it when we get there so okay
2: What are some of the things she wants to do? Yeah. So first, I think, you know, it is important to like point out. So she is the leader of the FDI Fratelli d'Italia, Brothers of Italy, this like, quote unquote, post fascist group. Uh, They have kept the symbolism and ties to the ancestor political groups uh, that were fascist. So the tricolor flame this was a symbol of the uh the these like fascist parties that emerged after Mussolini, so they aren't completely cutting ties from their past, even though they're like, "Oh, no, 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 we're not fascist." um so they were formed in twenty twelve They were a split from the right wing party of the people of freedom. It's not just that they inherited this symbol; they brought it back out uh the tricolor flame, which is from the national alliance. Uh, which was a rebrand of the neo-fascist party, the Italian Social Movement, in which was founded in 1946 by supporters of ex-dictator Mussolini. So, and also Maloney was a member of the National Alliance Party. So, in essence, Georgia Maloney's party, Brothers of Italy, is a rebrand of a rebrand of a rebrand of a fascist party. Who, and they're like they say, like, oh, we're not fascist, but so. Their platform is they are nativist and very anti-immigrant, which is great to hear about being an immigrant. Mm.
1: Yeah. They yes. have
2: this. I mean, let's Katie, be honest. Like
1: You're not the type of immigrant they're talking yeah, about, though.
2: I'm white and... And uh, well, and have money. And so that puts me in a privileged class that is l- much less likely to be targeted by any anti-immigrant laws. These are targeted at poor people and people coming from Africa, at uh, refugees, people coming across the Mediterranean who are, you know, desperate asylum seekers. But it could, I mean, it could. not to like, it, it could affect me, but that's not what's the most important thing right now that is not the urgent of thing of course so I'm just not kinda... but both things can be true what you're
1: saying both
2: yeah. things
0: can be true yes you
2: are of a
1: right.
0: privileged class of immigrant in italy and also right. that causes a certain amount of uncertainty for you as well you've got resources you know you'll be fine exactly. but so... it's but it is a scary time to not be there to not to be there but not from there
2: yeah it's I'm not like terrified, but I am uncomfortable and I'm very concerned for fellow immigrants who do not have the privileges that I have. Right. So, yeah, they have zero tolerance on, uh, quote unquote, illegal immigration. Mm -hmm. They want to block migrants from reaching Italian ports. But this also includes asylum seekers. So to call them illegal immigrants is kind of like, you know, it's bizarre. But also, I mean, personally, I'm super like. I think we should have open borders across the world. But okay. (laughs) even when you're operating in your like weird rules of like, oh, we only don't like illegal immigration. Well, asylum seekers are technically legal immigrants. They go through a process, but they're still, you know, being attacked by this plan of like setting up blockades and stopping people from coming here. They used to be more EU skeptic, like ah, maybe Italy shouldn't be in the EU, but they've toned that down. Uh, there's a lot of practical reasons for that. That's not very popular amongst other right-wing parties that they have to form a coalition with. Also, monetarily, that doesn't make a lot of sense because Italy really depends on uh, money from the EU. So I don't think they will actually do that. And uh, a big thing, actually, so it's interesting, in the US, you often have this stratification of like in, uh, you know, Republicans are able to basically take sort of poorer states, um, and even though it's against the best interests of a lot of people in that state, like they're able to, uh, you know, uh, carry these these poorer states. Uh, in Italy, the south is much poorer than the north part of Italy. And in the south, there, there's a whole like the politics of the south is very complicated. I don't want to like state anything really sort of firmly because I am probably going to get it wrong. But specifically to Maloney she actually had a lot of problems getting any votes in the South because people are much less well off there. There's a lot of struggles with poverty, getting jobs. Uh, And so like, there is this thing called the citizen's income, which is basically like a, a basic income for anyone who falls below the poverty line of 700 euros a month, which is like, I don't know, Let's say it's seven hundred dollars. I don't know. I don't remember. I think maybe the dollar's less than a euro now, but it changes around. Whatever. So it's it's a, a small amount of money to, each month to basically live on, and uh, it was introduced by this populist movement, the Five Star Movement, which it's again this is it's weird because the Five Star Movement also has like anti-immigrant elements in it. There's like a lot of weird sort of. Uh, some groups can be really left-wing on certain social policies and then more right-wing on others uh it, it's it's much more fluid i think than in the u.s sort of like spectrum of left to right but it's very popular in the south of italy because people are poorer there and so having basic income when you are below the poverty line is it improves your material condition so people like it But a lot of people in the north don't like it, uh, sort of more conservatives in the north, because they're like, oh, well, you're taking our money uh, and you're lazy. You know, the same kind of dynamic that you have in the U.S. But in terms of uh, Italian politics like this, the fact that Maloney, the the brothers of Italy and Maloney's movement are against the citizens' incomes, basically saying like, oh, we need to cut them off. You know, they're lazy. They need to get a job, that kind of thing. That does not play well at all for people in uh, southern Italy. And so she did not carry southern Italy at all. They voted, I think, mostly for um, the five-star movement in southern Italy. And so, yeah, it's, I think it's interesting because I think in the U.S. it's a lot easier for the government to often convince people, even people who are, you know, not economically that well off, to like vote against their interests. And so here, it's like, it is interesting to see people saying like, hey, no, like, we are benefiting from this welfare. And so like, we are not going to vote for that.
1: Yeah, voting for their interests.
2: (laughs) Right. I mean, but again, I mean, I think that voting for Maloney is voting against everyone's interest in Italy. So Yeah. Then again, I think people do often vote against their own self. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just talking about
1: specifically this.
2: Yeah. yeah, In this specific case, they they were, you know, because like I think that's what happens when you actually like materially improve people's lives. I mean, that's probably why a lot of like conservative or neoliberal governments are so afraid of actually just giving out like things like basic income or welfare, because when you try to take that away, people get upset because they get used to having better quality of life. Mm hmm. So, yeah, she's not popular in southern Italy because of this. Uh, generally speaking, obviously, there's exceptions. And so uh, there's a lot of stuff about her, her and her party being pro Putin. And yes, she and her party have spoken favorably of Putin in the past. But currently they've kind of been pushed into being more anti-Russia because of the war in Ukraine. And so, like, uh, she's basically, like, says that she's against uh, Russia's actions in Ukraine and says we should, you know, arm uh, Ukraine or something. But in 2021, Maloney had praised Russia for, quote, defending European values and Christian identity. And yes, yeah, so Maloney's very much a Christian nationalist. She's, she's talking constantly about, you know, sort of these cultural issues. Uh, she and her party are very anti-abortion, extremely anti-LGBT. Anti-gay marriage, that's not legal yet in Italy, but uh, she's also against, like, uh, adoption for gay couples, uh, the the kinds of benefits that civil unions here, I think, get right now. Um, And she wants to prevent gay couples from, you know, adopting abroad or having
0: surrogates abroad and even outside of the confines of Italy.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's very extreme. Like, she's against sex education uh, in schools. Uh, She's, you know she talks about like you know that that she has these like weird speeches like being against quote wokeism, um all these kind of like dog whistles like talking about globalists and financiers these are like thinly veiled anti-semitic terms
1: speculators
2: (laughs) yes i mean even though she's like i mean it's the same thing when she's like oh we're not we're not fascist she'll say things like we're not racist we're not anti-semitic and then she does like like vague references to these financiers and and globalists, and it's like, oh, who are they? Oh, I, I think she like she might name drop Soros too. I'm not sure, but
1: uh, she
3: has yeah. Before. Uh-huh. yeah
2: yeah yeah.
3: There's a portion of her um, victory speech that's like indistinguishable from like a Tucker mm-hmm. Carlson <laughs> yeah. rant. She goes, they attack national identity. They atta- it's up to you to determine who they is. They attack religious identity, they attack gender identity, they attack family identity. I can't define myself as Italian, Christian, woman, mother. No, I must be Citizen X, Gender X, Parent (laughs) 1, Parent 2. I must be a number, because when I am (gasps) only a number, when I no longer have an identity or roots, then I will be the perfect slave at the
1: mercy of the financial speculators. Yeah, I I mean, yeah. As a Christian mother and woman i hate identity politics yeah i I hate when
2: i'm numbers (laughs) which is funny because like i feel like it's weird because on twitter at least a lot of christian mothers do do like becky 1577897257 (laughs) and it's like but you guys love numbers you Uh, you love love putting numbers. numbers in your name so yeah it's bad yeah i mean like there's there's also like speaking of Tucker Carlson, uh, the FDI does promote like sort of the great replacement theory that uh, immigrants are going to come in and replace Italians, and that's bad because dot dot dot. You know, they're is different. she gonna
3: like bus Italian or bus migrants to Tuscany and like drop them off to make a uh, point? Is that going to be her?
2: <laughs> she might. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that pastor honestly. Um, yeah, she, well, one thing she did, a stunt, was that she posted a video of a woman being raped uh, without censoring the woman really much. And like, there was no permission from the woman who had oh been assaulted. And uh, she posted it because the rapist was allegedly an asylum seeker. Uh-huh. And the thing is, like, in the video, the woman was also an asylum seeker from Ukraine. Oh, and- my God. I mean, yeah, and so this woman like obviously is like it's horrifying to post this traumatic moment that someone experienced online people to see like you're re-traumatizing her and um but it's like it I mean this is the, the it's the same thing that happens in the US where people are like, "Oh, look at these these are immigrants who have committed crimes." It's the same thing that happened in Nazi Germany with the list of Jews who had committed crimes. It's like, "Oh, you find someone that commits a heinous crime." who happens to be part of this scapegoat group, even though most of the uh, most of the sexual assaults committed here are going to be committed by Italians because statistics, you know, that's not a problem. It's only a problem once it's a member of the scapegoat group. But yeah, it's, I mean, she, d- she is capable of those very heinous stunts. So uh, it's not beyond belief yeah. that she would do something like that.
1: I imagine that, that would, that'll ramp up. And there'll yeah. be a lot more like yes. public, like actual publications of just like look at what these people, these people are doing. Yeah, and ignoring you know
2: the fact yeah. that everybody,
1: every type of person does crime.
2: Yeah, and that... oh, she also wants to end hate crimes. Uh, or in end... oh, okay, <laughs> no, no, sorry, I'm <laughs> sorry, I made it sound like a good thing. She wants to and hate crime laws pres- say, oh. sounds, yeah, people yeah, yeah. based on gender identity <laughs> sexuality and <laughs> um, um, the
1: concept of hate crimes existing right right
2: yeah. i <laughs> what a freudian slip it's as if mm. i want to end hate crimes or something but that mm. that is a really good point for me to interject and say we need to
0: end this segment and go to an ad break
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey there. Hold on a second. Don't skip this. It's not an ad. Everyone just be cool. I just I just I just want to talk for a second. It's not an ad for like Ag1 by Athletic Greens, which happens to be the category leading. Okay, it's an ad. I'm sorry. I just want to tell you about Ag1 by Athletic Greens and how it's the category leading superfood product that takes all your daily vitamins and puts them all into a single delicious green drink. Is that a crime? Do you dare judge me for such an act? Who are you to judge me anyway? Maybe it's you with the problem. Listen, just one tasty scoop of Ag1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole. Food food sourced ingredients it's vegan and paleo and keto and works to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet supports energy and focus aids with gut health and digestion and supports a healthy immune system okay do you get it now it's just you know i'm just trying to tell you that if you don't have time to eat right every day, you can at least drink AG1 and get your vitamins without taking a bunch of pills. And right now, Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash more news today. How is that bad? You simply visit athleticgreens.com slash more news to take control of your health and give AG1 a try. Jeez. Thank you. That wasn't so hard. Was it? No, was it? No. Was it? No.
0: Greetings to my vampire friends. Listen, I know you don't need makeup, what with the eternal life and all, but I feel like you don't always want to look like a pale ghoul all the time. (laughs) No one wants to look like they're cosplaying the film Dark City. Remember Dark City? I'm sure you saw it as a vampire. Anyway, I want to tell you about Thrive Cosmetics. They offer high-performance beauty and skincare products like their Brilliant Eye Brightener and Liquid Balm Lip Treatment. Could really bring some life to your undead face. What with that whole deal with Satan and all. Their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara is absolutely wonderful. It lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking. Is it offensive to refer to the day when you're talking to your kind? Ugh, gosh. If so, I'm sorry. I apologize. But here's the Cool thing about Thrive Cosmetics. It's actually spelled C-A-U-S-E as in cosmetics. That's because Thrive's bigger than beauty mission means that for every product purchase, they donate towards a community in need. Stuff like cancer survival, domestic violence victims, LGBTQ causes, mortal causes. I know, I know. But hey, vampires care too, right? Do vampires care? Anyway, right now you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash more news. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash more news for 15% off your first order. Love your cereal, by the way. Okay, bye. And we are back as promised. I promised that we would be back.
1: Mm-hmm. Remember? Did I? I don't know if I did this time, but no, we're back. Pinkies swore. Yeah.
0: Katie, keep your let's promises continue. even when you don't make them. I keep Carson and calm on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, Katie, okay. talk to us some more
2: about Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buongiorno. So I think, like, so I think that it is correct for people to be very concerned. And it is also a correct assessment that the FDI and, and Maloney are just fascists with a fresh coat of paint slapped on. I think that the assessment that Italians have willi- like, willingly and know- knowingly uh, voted in fascism may not be super accurate. First of all, we talked about how like, the way that the government works here, it's not like the majority of people voting for Maloney it's more that they're not alarmed enough about the fascist aspects, I would say. I mean, of course, there's tons of people who are very, very alarmed about it. Uh, But the people who voted for the right wing coalition were not alarmed enough. sounds uh, very similar to what you
0: just experienced here in America prior to your move.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, I mean, it's very similar in terms of like, like with Trump and the right wing and like, you know, Democrats not being able to get their shit together. It's similar here. It's like, oh, here's this, like, threat of super far right wing, and then the Democrats and the centrists uh, cannot get their, like, shit together. But in terms of, like, panicking that Italy is going to, like, become a fascist country, uh, become, like, a dictatorship, like, that there's going to be a coup, I think that, like, this time around it's not likely, and there's, like there's a few things that are uh, working against that. First of all, we actually have both a prime minister and a president. And the president is like an elected king of Italy kind of thing. So, and, you know, his name is, I know it by heart, obviously, (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. totally. I can tell.
2: Is that Sergio Mattarella. So he is actually a sort of left of center figure. And while... He doesn't have a lot of, like, real power. He does have some power to check the prime minister and the parliament, uh, the executive branch. So mm-hmm. he is actually, like, he's, like, there to make sure the government complies with the Italian constitution. And if they don't, he can actually block appointments. He has control, like, he is the head of the, um like... Uh, Council of the Judiciary. So, like, the judiciary branch is actually relatively separated from the executive branch, which is not the case in the US. So, when Trump was president, he was able to just flood the country with super, you know, far right judges. Uh, I don't think Maloney can't really do that, I don't think. And so, the president can, like, somewhat check the government if they try to do anything unconstitutional. And if they wanted to change the constitution, they'd need a two-thirds majority, which they do not have. So that's a good thing. The other thing is that, uh, like, like, the kind of weaknesses of the Italian government in this case are working to maybe stop Maloney's government from making any drastic changes, which is that it's very, like, it's mired in a lot of bureaucracy. It's very hard to get anything, like, make like sweeping changes. First of all, you've got your coalition that you're having to please everyone in your coalition. And if you don't, your government can com- can collapse, which is what happened to Draghi. And doing like major changes is very hard, you get kind of blocked uh, a lot. And this is bad when you're trying to do good things. Uh, but good, I guess, when you're trying to do bad things. So that's another thing. Also, like, we're about to enter into a pretty bad winter, which, is like, gas prices are uh, yes. very high. People are going to be What's trying gas- to heat their homes. So it's going to be super expensive. What's it like
0: energy bill-wise over there?
2: I don't even, I mean, I, I haven't started heating the house yet. Uh, yeah. We're in a nice, uh, nice period of time where it's cool enough, where we don't need any, like, air conditioning, but it's not so cold that we need the heating on. So right now I'm in a period it's of... Okay blissful ignorance but i'm probably going to be wearing a lot of sweaters because i i it's going to be very expensive but yeah so people are gonna have not a great time and and it's not just like even if you wear a bunch of sweaters everything's going to be more expensive and i think people are, are going to blame the current government and it's going to be them holding the bag so they might not be so popular so i think like there are a good number of things. They also don't want to necessarily piss off the EU too much. Like if they scare the EU and Italy gets cut off from some funding from the EU, that would be really devastating to the economy here. So I think that they are going to try to have sort of this like uh, appearance of being, no, we're, we're, we're not like normal. We just hate the, the people that it's OK to hate, like, you know, poor people and immigrants which is bad. Like, I I don't, you know, I'm not saying this to say like, oh, everyone can just relax. It's like, it's really bad, but it's bad in the same way that, you know, Trump was. And she might even have less of a lasting impact that Trump did because the executive has less concentrated power here in Italy than it does in the US. So it's bad. Yeah. But it's not something that is irreversible. I, I think like things could get better and there may not be like, There may not be a huge amount of lasting damage, but there could be, Uh, you know, it's we'll have to see. It's been a week less than. Katie,
0: that was really helpful and pretty impressive. You haven't even been there a year, but we're really grateful. We're going to have you continue to come on the show whenever you want to talk about this I'll give you
2: status updates on Italy whenever Mm. you guys want.
1: And animals. What's your favorite Italian animal?
2: Oh, yeah. Good. Good. (sighs) Cute. That's a good one. I think uh, chamois. they are these cute little mountain goats that live in the ah. Alps, and I went hiking there recently. And they're just so cute. And they're just little mountain goats out there chilling. Oh, they are cute munching on grass. Yeah,
1: yeah, got little tall great horns. Great
2: answer. Great yeah, they combo. Got
1: great answer. Didn't know you'd have an answer. Excellent.
2: But she, of course, she did. <laughs> I She's love the the animals. We're about feature. I got a whole got a whole podcast on animals. She's
0: she's been she knew which ones are Italian animals for most of her life probably. Um, Okay, we're gonna (laughs) hard pivot to some American news.
2: God bless America.
0: God -hmm. bless America. Uh, I may be an
2: Italian country, but these Mm -hmm. colors don't run. Yeah, and God
0: is blessing America Mm -hmm. right now. Oh no the with with hurricanes with fucking hurricanes and pasta and spaghetti. (laughs) We, we say Armagiano. it like Americans.
2: It's her, hurricane with a chance of meatballs. Get it? Anyways, oh people are kind suffering, of. right? <laughs> people are suffering big
0: time. We did not record last week, and, you know, Puerto Rico was hit extremely hard, and yeah. they obviously have not recovered yet from Hurricane Maria not that long ago. Anyway, Jonathan, Why don't we talk a little bit about Hurricane Ian and his path around the United States?
3: (laughs) Yeah, he's he's not a nice uh, Ian. Yeah, he he's (laughs) uh, hit. He Hurricane Ian hit uh, Southwest Florida on Wednesday. Um, It was just under a category five. Like the wind was a few miles per hour under where it would have needed to be.
0: Such bullshit. It's a Category (laughs) 5. It was like a
3: hot Category 4 with maximum sustained winds of 150 miles per hour. Like if we were
0: grading on a curve, maybe you just straight up give it Category Mm 5, you know?
3: Like really, really bad storm surge as high as 12 feet in some areas. Fort Myers Beach, I think, is pretty much wiped off, and emergency workers are having a hard time getting there. Uh, More than 2.5 million households lost power in the state. Um, it it has since settled into a tropical storm and is going to become a hurricane again (laughs) and by the time you hear this it may have hit south carolina and georgia as a as a category one there's some videos online that are just like staggering to watch of like houses in naples florida being being washed away of doors like collapsing under the pressure of members of the media again forcing themselves to stand in the middle of hurricane force winds for a shot yeah
0: that's really galling Um, seeing that like what are you doing getting slammed into by branches that are going 100 miles an hour or whatever like it's not worth
2: it not even that's a trend that will
1: never die though they will they will always do that
3: and and one thing i wanted to bring up is how you know we just had an episode go up this week about Desantis's martha's vineyard stunt and he had to stop playing culture war games this week because he has a state to govern yeah. and it's almost as if he like forgot that he had to uh govern this state mm. yeah and i i saw a clip of him on tucker carlson last night and tucker carlson was like well everything's so political now do you think biden's even gonna help and send federal
1: aid and like what, what kind of question is that Obviously. because of course well he thinks that, right. that everybody is like donald trump or like he presents right. it like everybody is right. except DeSantis, for donald trump he will not point that out uh when it's him right and DeSantis was like
3: well uh yes no i spoke with uh the, the, the president and he's been helpful and says he's gonna send help and he yeah, said no, i'm sure. cautiously optimistic fuck him uh that he'll, uh, <laughs> that he'll send federal aid i will of say course he,
0: like that is ugh. all right whatever this is of course he will um i'm just interjecting to say i don't like
1: how Ron, DeSantis.
0: W- Ron DeSantis at all <laughs> but i do not like going on twitter and clicking on something an update about uh this storm and seeing all a bunch of comments saying good they had it coming yeah fuck you no. DeSantis. And oh it's yeah like, every don't punish, time. don't yeah. be hateful to people that are suffering because they're led by a total twat like uh, you know yeah. And
1: no, it's very frustrating. Every and time. even
0: if they yeah. are people that disagree with us, we do not want, I, I want compassion for me and my family when I go through something. And I want to give that to other people in return. Ah. Okay. Soapbox.
2: <laughs> Think about it on an international level, too. Like when we had Trump, like would you say, like, yeah, like, like if Europeans were like, yeah, you deserve Trump, you deserve all this crappy stuff to happen to you. And you're like, well, I, I'm i just a person right. living here I can't I can't like up and move out of the US I mean this is the same thing state yeah. by state It's like people yeah. can't There are yeah. a lot of people who it's people, like you know They live somewhere that's red but they can't just like Change everything themselves Yeah
1: people like to pretend that Everybody who lives in a red state uh, Voted for it um, Also even if they did vote for it Like they don't deserve that
0: no. There is a conversation to be had I don't have this in front of me But you know development of coastal areas uh you know the ruining of marshlands that tend to protect against this you know the the government officials have allowed for that shit to happen Mm -hmm. and you know and this is part of it but that's not what you're talking about online or what we're seeing and those are conversations to be had about preventing future tragedies but people are dying and a lot of people don't have home have insurance lost their insurance over the past year in Florida, what were you going to say, Katie?
2: Oh, just specifically who deserves it is like Ron DeSant- DeSantis and also like Dave Portnoy. I don't even know, like barstool sports <laughs> guy who is like, uh, you know, I think he's he's in Florida to like try to evade taxes for the wealthy, mm-hmm. and he's complaining about it. He spe- they they specifically do deserve it, but everyone else, almost Wait, everyone what's else, he complaining in Florida,
1: about. The hurricane.
2: He was, like, complaining that, like, he, sh- he shouldn't have to deal with, like, the hurricane just so that he can get lower taxes. <laughs> oh, I think that oh, was so the whole thing. so he's like, they
3: should do, there should be a state I can go to that doesn't have any horrible disasters uh, happen to it? It's like, welcome <laughs> to the climate future. There's like, nowhere to go. They yeah. should
1: stop doing hurricanes here? They, like, it's not, he fair. Yeah, it's not
2: fair. Yeah, it's not fair for him to try to get lower taxes. More, more tax breaks for the wealthy and he has to deal with hurricanes. Also, yeah, I don't think he... Like, he could have left uh, for the hurricane season. Anyways, yeah, yeah but, like, it's, it is... It is because of climate change, too, because it's not that hurricanes are caused by climate change, but they are worsened by it significantly because when waters They're are... worsened by it. Yes, because, when, like, when waters are warmer, there's more evaporation. You get more water in the storm... And then it dumps more of that water, you know, when it hits. Um, It's also there's I don't know too much about climate science, but there's also like the warmth of the ocean can make um, currents slower. And so like it'll spend more time sort of dumping Uh all that extra water on land. So it makes it worse. And, you know, it's it's just we'll see it. I can't recommend
0: enough moving a little further away from Mm. the coast there if you're in Florida. I think.
1: Yeah. Take uh, Shapiro's advice. Yeah. Sell your home and, your uh, home and move. move. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: That's easy. Just sell it and move. Yeah. The thing in all of these tragedies and disasters that don't seem to get talked about that much, especially the cost of everything right now, but the, the insurance, the, the number of people whose homes were destroyed that do not have insurance for that is a big deal. As we see these events continue to happen, we'll be even a even bigger deal that is hard to ignore um
2: is there like a, very a astute systematic reason that they don't have insurance like is it just too expensive or
0: most of the florida homes in the path of hurricane ian lack flood insurance posing a major challenge to rebuilding efforts new data shows in the counties where residents were told to evacuate just 18 and percent of homes have coverage through the national flood insurance program Within those counties, homes inside the government-designated floodplain most exposed to the flooding. 47.3% of homes have flood insurance. But in areas outside of the floodplain, which are still likely to have been damaged by storm surge, only an estimated 9.4% of homes have flood coverage. So I don't really know how that's going to shake out, but I know a lot of people got fucked.
3: New segment, Flute Talk. I'm sure there will be a new big flute story every week. Lizzo. Played in DC this week, and the Library of Congress invited her to come through before the show and try out a few flutes. I did not know this. Apparently, the Library of Congress has the largest flute collection in the world. You know who else didn't know that?
1: Anybody uh, uh, who was mad
3: about no that? all <laughs> all, the, all, the con- all the conservatives knew that. I'm sure mm-hmm. everyone was mad about this. Knew. So she so she selected James Madison's 1813 crystal flute and played it on stage briefly and <laughs> this has made people astoundingly mad.
2: She also played it not so briefly right like in the Library of Congress like she, she oh yeah there's, like uh, a whole there song other
3: there
1: so there are other videos of her playing it and it's uh quite beautiful she's very talented. Yeah.
2: She's no, she is like a highly skilled flautist.
1: Yes. A
3: classically trained flautist yeah. from the age of 10.
1: Exactly. Yes. But the clip that was shared the most was her on st- stage dressed provocatively and uh it was that's what really set it off. Right. Uh, the claim is the claim is that if the other clip was shown then nobody would be mad. I don't think that's true at all, but that's what they want to say that it was because of the stage performance and not that it was her doing it. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, so conservatives are angry because Lizzo played James was James Madison James
1: Madison yeah
2: crystal flute even though i mean she handled it very profe- i mean obviously she's a professional so she handled yeah, she it very to, professionally yeah. she she played it extremely skillfully and like she's clearly in awe of this flute right like like she she's uh she thinks it's amazing and that enthusiasm for the flute and for the history of this flute is like you know she's expressing this to the audience But she's also, like, in a unitard, right? Is that what that's? (laughs) Yeah, like like a one-piece. And then she kind of does, like, a little jiggle dance. And I think it's cute as hell. Like... (laughs) It's, it's yeah. super cute, and it's <laughs> You know, they awesome. wouldn't have cared
0: if it was George Bush being cute as hell in his little onesie playing the <laughs> if flute. If George
1: Bush twerked and, uh, yeah, played play the yeah. flute, I'm sure they would love it. I mean, they probably I mean, wouldn't have cared if it was, like, Lady Gaga or somebody. Like, yeah. it's no. because no. it's her. There's one reason they care, a and they're, like, them outing have. themselves.
3: Yeah. With, the, the like, this Ben Shapiro comment, uh, this Lizzo flute controversy is a perfect example of what I have termed face tattoo phenomenon terrible you know. name the
1: pheno- awful the awful
3: phenomenon whereby someone Oops. does something deliberately controversial in an attempt to draw oh, attention and then acts oh offended when you notice and how is it deliberately controversial matt walsh said the same thing what he said they are outright matt yeah. walsh says they are outright admitting that this was done as a purposeful act of degradation oh my no, god they aren't what? no one is saying no that. one is
0: you are Ugh. It's you just like they're uh, outright admitting and don't support their statements.
3: Yeah, they're just lying now. Yeah.
0: Like,
2: I mean, like, they weren't upset when Donald Trump dry humped the flag.
1: <laughs> no, they weren't. Um, well, because he's, uh, well. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's very, uh, <laughs> they're just lying. It's very weird a little bit because there's also like, it was, th- it like popped up randomly. It's like, there's other stuff going on. Why are you spending so much time on it? And it's mostly because, and like, yeah, obviously we're talking about on this podcast. It's so they can do the, their shows and like complain about it and say that like they're disrespecting you by humiliating the founding fathers by this this act where it's like, first of all, shouldn't instruments be played? Are we not, are we pretending that like we need to have this weird reverence for like, like Jonathan, you said there's like tons of flutes there. She picked one.
2: No, they actually handed her that flute. Like the the Library of Congress like presented her with that flute while she was performing and she was like, "Oh my god." And then oh, like yeah. and was like, "This is a ama- this is crystal. This is amazing."
1: But she was like she picked it I think earlier. She like went through them right like right. them all and like tried them out and like then there's that video that that these people are claiming they would have liked actually
2: no but under the I see, even under that video people are complaining she's dressed too casually or mm-hmm. you know these these are artifacts oh, yeah. that uh, should be respected so it doesn't matter
1: it doesn't matter um even yet yeah, uh, shapiro's like you know if she was uh, even moderately modestly dressed it would be fine it's like no it you there's no there's no way you would be fine with this. If it was slightly different, if the situation was a little bit different, you wouldn't be changing no. your but tune. No, the whole body's covered. Uh, yes, that is a flute pun. <laughs> but also, I saw, like, I saw it's so... Sometimes it's, like, very blatant. Sometimes it's not blatant. There's, an, one, like, one of those fucking conservative, like, bugle fucking publications or something like that. Uh, And they were, like, in response to this, like, well, if she's gonna do this, then when... Uh, Trump's back in the White House. We're gonna have Kid Rock crowd surf on Obama's portrait, something like that. And it's like, so, it, it like it it's the most obvious when it's when they say something like that because she's playing a flute, which is made right. to be played. Uh, it's an right. it's a musical instrument that she's playing like a musical instrument. And your response is to have Kid Rock <laughs> like stand on a portrait of the guy you don't like. That's right. The, like it's very obvious what's going on there yeah. um when they when they
2: say stuff like that. I agree um, with you completely. Right, and the vibes also like the vibes of the video like first of all I don't actually care if someone disrespects uh founding fathers flute like do it. <laughs> oh, I, don't, yeah, I actually yeah. don't give yeah, a shit. Take it further. Do whatever like, you want to that flute. Yeah, they were they were kind of they were messed up guys and they deserve a little bit of disrespect. But she also wasn't so like this is a thing like right. i I playing like, it is very respectful on board. thing to do right like she was clearly nerding out about this flute she was like super psyched about it she thought it was super cool and even like the like you know like the disrespectful twerking which twerking's twerking it's not like it's it's a fun dance it's not like Oh yeah, she it's was she actually also of, was
1: not she was not twerking.
3: She wasn't really uh,
2: twerking either. Like
3: she, she was and, doing and she was pointing out the anachronism of it, not yeah, like right. I'm being disrespectful to this she respectful was, thing.
2: She was she made a joke where it's like, I'm I'm twerking with like a you know 400 year old flute. And she I mean she just did like this excite, like this excited little jiggle dance, and it was really fun. And anyone who's like not so far up their own like you know ku klux ass like we'll be able to <laughs> see that this is like you know it's just a fun moment man like chill out like what the...
0: look how many people are talking about a flute they didn't know existed and a founding father that they don't care about i think we've done it i think we've had this conversation nope cody's got his hand raised
1: just one more thing because yeah. the uh, allegedly according to like people like matt walsh specifically but also all these freaks the message is that uh, history is meaningless and our heritage is meaningless and uh, it's like this degradation thing. Like he literally said like the message is that history is like useless and bad or whatever. And like, it's so funny because liter- like the quote tweet the, tweet, the tweet that he is responding to is quoting Lizzo as saying history is so cool.
0: Right, right. Yeah.
1: Literally the opposite of what he is claiming. He- yep. She is saying that history is, is amazing. And he's like, I can't yeah. believe she's saying the history is bad. No, 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 no my friend.
2: No, she's like promoting the <laughs> Library of Congress. She, like, no, nobody knew that there were a bunch of cool flutes in the Library of Congress until Lizzo mm. played it on stage. They're guaranteed that you will get way more kids interested in America's history from that than, like, you know, mm-hmm. the stupid moralizing that conservatives do. So, it, I mean, it's so yeah. dumb. Yeah. It's the same, like, dumb. Stuff where it's like, oh, well, you did something like kind of like a little bit flirty. We got to bring Hiller back. Like, it's the same kind of stuff where it's like, you know, oh, oh yeah. any kind of like you showed your you're ankle. Me do.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. You showed your ankle. And so we got to go back to caveman times. And, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's so, uh it's just so dumb. And it's like also, though, like the hearing the crystal flute. I used to play flute in middle school. It was super hard. I hated it. But like that flute <laughs> sounds super awesome. It, it does sound really good. Oh, yeah. it pretty. It's very pretty. It's I'm beautiful. so glad we I've got never, a chance to
0: hear the flute that's been hidden flute. away and tucked away out of reach of ears or knowledge. We got to hear the fucking flute. Yeah. Now we are ending this show. <laughs> I don't care what you have to say. It's funny. Katie, thank you so much for staying up past your book at a bedtime and Mm -hmm. talking to us
2: about Italy. Please plug. Promote yourself. Promote yourself. whatever you want. Yeah. So if you're interested in animals, uh, I got a show for you. It's called Creature (gasps) Feature. I talk about animals, but not just your cute little kitty cats and puppy dogs. I talk about the weird ones, the parasites, the sharks, the... Probably a lot of animals you haven't heard of. Yeah, So, it, but I also on occasion also talk about kitty cats and puppy dogs. So, you know, if you like animals, you'll like creature feature. So check it out.
1: I and do and I will. And next
0: week's episode of Some More News, the one in the future, mm-hmm. not the one that you just watched, if no. you watched the show. I assume them. you do. <laughs> next week's episode is written by Katie Golden, and it is extremely good. We're excited mm-hmm. about it. Thank you. Katie, thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Soon. And to the rest of y'all. The rest of y'all. We love you very
1: much.
2: Much.